This is Gemar Numa Daf Tesvav. All the learning this month of Er, the month of Skulos for Rafua, Shbias Chosr for Shlema for Rivka Bas Basheva, as well as Naftali Siv and Michal Esther, a generous sponsor of the Daf. Mir Tashem, the learning of the entire Chabura, which Baruch Hashem, as we keep on mentioning, keeps on growing. The feedback for the review sheets, the summary sheets, has been fabulous. I hope everyone is getting new clarity, new Chazara, and should be a tremendous Chosr for Shlema for Rivka Bas Basheva, as well as Naftali Siv and Michal Esther, as well as this week has continued to be sponsored. She is well, is recovering nicely, and we're hoping she will be out of the hospital very, very soon. Finally, the rest of our so we're over here on Yudalito Mabes. We're in the middle of a discussion. You see in front of you, if you're looking at the screen, you'll see that the bottom half of Yudalito Mabes, we highlighted here the main points. So we're in the middle of discussing what came first. Did the Ketayrim come first or did the Neiris come first? From our Mishnah, when the Mishnah was listing all that which the Kain Gadol did for the seven days, preparing himself for the Avaidah, it said he first burnt the Ketayrim and then he lit the Meneira. Or I shouldn't say lit, I should say prepared the Meneira. The problem was he was a steward to the Gemara and Talmud. And then there was a problem. There was a stira to the Mishnah in Yuma later on by us. So Abayi answered, which is where we're in the middle of. Abayi, about 10 lines to the bottom, answered, one is Atava Shtein Neiris, one is Atavas Chamesh Neiris. That basically, in between the seven Neiris, they took a break and they did something. So Abayi was learning that they did five. Then they burnt the Kateris. Then they did the final, not they, then he, the Kain Gadol, did the final two Neiris. But the Gemara was bothered that Abai himself seemingly said that not the Kateris is that which separates, but rather the sprinkling of the dam of the Talmud is separates. So the Gemara answers, And that's where we pick up six lines from the bottom, explaining that Abashol is the one that learns that the separation of the two to the five, or the five and the two, I should say, is the throwing of the dam at Talmud, Whereas the Rabbanon hold know that the Keteres is that which separates the burning of the five and then the two. The Tanya, as we learned in Arisa, Le'itav Es should not prepare the candles Vachach Yaktir and then burn the Keteres. Yaktir, rather burn the Keteres. Vachach Yitav and then prepare the Neiris. And again, really what that means is, it doesn't mean um, that you should do the entire Atavas and Neiris. It means that you should do the five, and then you should do the burning of the Keteris, and then you should do the final two. Abashal, Aimer, becomes like Abashal, that he says, that what do you do? First you do the Atavas of the Neiris, and then you're going to... <clears throat> Then you're going to burn the Ketiris. Because this is the reason that Abashal, again, let's, I'm sorry, let me, I'm, I'm sorry, we're not being clear. Abashal said that the five and the two is separated by the Dama Tamid, which means that Abashal learns that where's the Ketiris? After everything. That's the Nikuda. So says the Gemara, Abashal, Laimer, you're native, and then you do the Ketiris. Because Abashal learns the Ketiris comes afterwards. Whereas according to the Ketana Tekama, according to the Rabbanan, it's not true. The Ketiris comes smack in the middle. Says the Gemara, my time with Abashal, where did Abashal get this halacha, get this din? The Ketiris is after the preparation of the Menaira, and the Dama Tamir is in the middle. Tachsev, it says in the Tayyar Ba, Boikir Ba, Boikir Ba, Tibur, Says each and every day when you prepare, 
carrying the candles. And then the Apostle concludes, Vahadar Yakti Renu. Says Abishal, first the preparation, then Yakti Renu, then you're going to be burning the Keteris, Shitas of Abashal, that the Keteris comes after everything. Verabonan, and what are the Rabbanan old? My my Rachmana. Says says the Rabbanan, turning over today's daft aftezvav, Beidon Atava, Timak the Keteris. While you're doing the Atava, you should be burning the Keteris. They don't learn that it's afterwards, they learn it's in the middle. So Rabbanan learn that in the midst of the preparation of the candles is when you're going to be burning the Keteris. He says the Gemara, the Rabbanon, prove their Shita, the Rabbanon, that whole other Keteris is in the middle of the preparation of the candles. If you're not going to say like me, what does it say by the ladder? Sorry, by the latter preparation of the Meneirah. And Aaron is preparing the candles in the evening. And it as well concludes. So according to Abba Shal, what would the Apostlech mean? It would sound like, prepare the Renu, And after all the Neirahs, you should burn the Keteres. Similar to what Abba Shal learned by us. That you prepare all the Neirahs, then you burn the Keteres. What's the problem? Are you going to learn like you just, like I just said, like Abashol would learn that you first do all the candles and then you prepare the Keteris? It can't be. Why not? Maybe it could be. We have a Bryce says the Rabbanon. says the Ten lumps. We learn two things from this passage. At Boiker, which is obviously written in conjunction, if you see on the side that it says, says the Gemara, did number one, you have to put enough oil inside the candles that it could burn the entire night, which we'll just point out very quickly. Does that mean, which uh, actually, we, let's just say, um, Rashi's opinion that you put in enough oil that every night you have to put enough oil in according to the longest nights meaning in the winter the nights are much longer so that's the quantity of oil that you have to put in every single night does that mean that they had leftover oil perhaps Taisi Shanimir points out that they would change the size of the wick summer winter to compensate but that's din number one this is what we need it for this is the only Avaida overnight. Says the Chacham, what did we just see? We just saw that after the Menairah, nothing is allowed to be done. According to you, Abashal, according to the way that you learned the Pasuk, you know what should come out. You should first do the Menairah and then burn the Keteris. But that can't be because the Menairah has to be last. So therefore, Elamai says the Chacham and Kamar Achman Abidan So you know how either Abadam are going to tell you to learn at the Basig that doesn't mean after Yakti Renu that after you do the Menairah you burn the Keteris. Rather it means during the preparation of the Menairah you burn the Keteris. Hachanami says the Chacham while you're preparing the Menairah in the morning 
you burn the kitayres. So again, how did the Rabbanon learn? The Rabbanon learned that the Pasuk says, A similar Pasuk, that which we saw in Amun Aleph, in that which is said, So Abishal learns, Yaktirenu is after the Neirais. Says the Chacham, that can't be. Because then at the night time, Yaktirenu is also going to be after the Neirais. And we know from the Pasuk of, that the Neirai has to be last. So says the Chacham, we must have to retranslate the Pasuk to be referring to that the Kitairis has to be within the process of preparing the Menaira. How does Abashal answer? In the evening it says, and that's the reason why you can learn out from it, because over there it's Aisai, it is the last thing and nothing else, but by the morning it does not say Aisai, so Abishal has no problem learning that the Kateris is after the entire preparation of the Minaira. That was Abaye's resolution, Abaye's answer to the contradiction between our Mishnah in Yuma and the Mishnah later on at Avchavhei, with regard to whether the Tamid comes, whether, I'm sorry, whether the Kateris comes first or whether the Minaira comes first. Rabbaba Amar comes like Rabbaba with the second Territ. Says Rapapa, it's going to sound uh, a bit similar at first. Says Rapapa, the resolution is between the Rabbanan and Abashal. But Mayu Kimte, Lemastis and the Hachak Rabbanan. How do we know? I'm sorry, but Mayu Kimte, Lemastis and the Hachak Rabbanan. Pais Kabashal, that our Mishnah is going to be like the Rabbanan. Whereas the Mishnah Pais and Afchavei, is going to be like Abashol. So what's the problem with that? Says the Gemara, you know what the problem with that is? Says the Gemara, Ema Seifa, but there is a third Mishnah, a third Mishnah after all the Mishnahists. Let's get it straight. First of all, we have our Mishnah, we'll call it Daf. Yodalid is the Rabbanan. We have a Mishnah, Daf Chav, hey, is Abashol. Ema Seifa, there's a third Mishnah, Daf Lamid Aleph, the latter third Mishnah, Hevi Ulo is a Tamid. You bring the carbon Tamid, what do you do? that you, you shech the animal, after you shech the animal, then, karza means that you make the cut, then another kayen is going to spill out the rest of the blam, dam, then the kayen gadol comes in to do the kteres, so the kteres to prepare the neiros, what do we see? Kitayres and then Neirais. Who's that like? That is like the Rabbanon. That the Kitayres is in the middle of the Neirais. So mission number one, Rabbanon Daf Yudalad. Mission number two, Daf Chavhei, Abishal. Mission number three, Daf Lamed Aleph, Rabbanon. Rabbanon, Abishal, Rabbanon. Says the Gemara, Asin the Rabbanon. Reish of a Sefer Rabbanon, Mitzias Abishal. What in the world? Is going on over here? How is this possible that you're going to have one and three to be the Rabbanan and number two is going to be Abba Shaul? Says the Gemara, Amr Lecha Rabbapa, yeah, in Rishon Sefer Rabbanan, it's Yasa Shaul. Says Rabbapa, yeah, that's the way you have to explain. And now we're going to see the difference between the answer of Abaye and Rabbapa. Says the Gemara. 
I understand why Abai didn't say this answer of Rav Papa. Why? As much as Rav Papa said, yeah, that's what you have to learn. Is that a good answer? Is that really a great answer to have to say that the one Mesech of Yuma goes Rabbanan, Abashal, Rabbanan? That's not so great. Elo Rav Papa, my time alone, says the Gemara. But I have a problem. Why doesn't Rav Papa learn like Abai? Again, what was Rabai? We, we quoted Abashal and Rabbanan in a second stage in Amid Beis. But Abai's Iker Terrace, Abai's mean answer was is the difference between the first five candles and the final two candles. That's how we answered up the stira. So says the Gemara, why doesn't Rapapa say that? Rapapa comes along and he's, you know, he has to dance around. Rapanan, Abashal, Rapanan. Why did you just say the Gabaye? Answers the Gemara, answers Rapapa, Kabaye, Amar Lecha, Tana Beresha, Batar, Hatavas Chamesh Neirais. Says Abaye, it says Abaye, I'm sorry. Says Rapapa, I didn't want to learn like Abayi because it comes out, if you remember on yesterday, that the first Mishnah, Mishnah Dafyu Dalid, is discussing the final two candles. And then, because that's the Mishnah that said Ketoyres, and then the two candles. And then the later Mishnah is discussing the first five candles, and then the Ketoyres. So this comes out out of order, says our Papa. According to you, Abaye, the second Mishnah, Davchafei, should have been first. First you tell me five candles, then tell me Ketoyres, then our Mishnah tell me Ketoyres, and then the final two candles. So says our Papa, you Abaye, your way of learning is not any better. What is the answer? In our Mishnah, just te- it's not going into the actual Avaida. It's just telling you what they're going to do. And then the actual order they say later. So it's not Shver. So again, two different answers. Abayi and Rapapa had to answer up the Stira, whether it's five and two, or rather... It's two different sheets. Rabbanan Abashal. According to Rapapa, comes out. It's Rabbanan Abashal, then Rabbanan. According to Abayi, it comes out difficult. That first we're discussing the last two candles, which is after the Ketiris. Then the next Mishnah tells us Ketiris, the fires five candles, I'm sorry. And then the Ketiris. Says the Gemara Gufa. Let's go a bit deeper into something we spoke about yesterday. And now we'll also fix a mistake that I made yesterday. Apologies. Uh, I guess we just either read it wrong or whatever the reason was. Uh, a big to Rav Daniel for pointing this out. That that says the Kayin comes to the northeastern corner. He puts the dam in the northeastern corner. And that was the point that I messed up. He comes to the southwestern corner. He puts it on the southwestern corner. First, he comes to the northeast. He puts it on the northeast. When he comes to the southwest, he does not put it straight on the southwest. Rather, first you put it on south, and then you put it on first you put it on west, and then you put it on south. Over here, let's get these. Let's get this din straight. This is called a uh, application of one, which is two. This is the Tanakama. You throw it on the whole corner, as you see in front of you, and it gets both parts of the corner. Achas change time, as we're going to see soon. This is. Rav says, no, you do one and then you do the other. You do each side independently as you see over here. So back to our Gemara, my time is Rav Shemesh Where did he get this? Din from Rav Yechlam We see over here, very important din. 
says the Gemara that when the Torah is referring to the carbon Tamid, well, what is the wording that the Pasuk uses? This Pasuk is a loaded Pasuk. So it's an Oila, but it's a Chatos. What is it? It calls it an Oila, it calls it a Chatos. Oilahi. It's an Oila, the carbon Tamid. Carbon Tamid, no one eats. You have to do something that's similar to a Chatos. What is that? A carbon Oila has an application of one, which is to, like we said, you throw it on the corner. But it also needs an application of two, which is two, says like a chatos, which is south and then west, not together. So you need an element of chatos within your oilah, says the Gemara. Very good, fine. So according to Shimon Hashemitzapeh, the reason why you don't throw it on both corners is because you want this element of chatos, which had separate, separate applications. Ask the Gemara, the first white line, Why do they do two, which is four, like an oilah? Why don't they do two times what we just said? Throw it on two corners, thereby getting four sides of Mizbeach, and then individually place it in all four corners of the kronos, of the horns, like the chatos. Says the Gemara, You know why? Because if you were to do that, you would do the entire oila. The way that oila is done is you throw the blood on one set of corners, then the other set of corners. So if you were to do that, you'd be done. Now you did all the dam. So now you're going to take the dam and again go to each corner? We never find, says the Gemara, a concept of doing dam after you already finished with the dam. So rather, we're doing it in halves. We do one, which is two, and then we do two singulars. Says the Gemara, that's also schwer. Do we ever find that you split it in half? You do one, which is two, and then you do two singular ones. So what are you going to tell me? What's the reason that we know you do one, which is two, and then one and one, which is also halves? Because we have a hackish. The Torah taught us to do that. So say the same thing. You do two, which is four, and four singular ones. Answers the Gemara. Over there, it's a piece of matanas. You're, you're splitting it up as if we look at Rashi at the end of the narrow lines. Rashi says, It's not going to be clear that what you're doing is the carbon chatos, and therefore we don't want to do that. And therefore, it's more, Savior says, Shemini it's more logical to go one which is two and then two singular ones because that shows you more clearly that what you're doing is not the normal oila, but rather you're going into the chatos realm. Says the Gemara, fine. So now we understand why Shimon does one which is two and then does two singular ones because it's doing something which an oila never does. And that's this element of Tamid that we're learning out from the Pasuk as an element of Chatos. But I asked the Gemara, Why don't they do the placement like the carbon? Do it below, below the, uh, as we'll see in a moment in the picture, the lower half of the Mizbech, like an Oila, and the two, which is two up above, like a Chatos. Why are we doing them straight on the corners? We should do the placement down and up. Answers the Gemara, similar to We never find blood that's half top, half bottom. The law, he says the Gemara, yes, we do, but now we learn to the Mishnah. The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur itself does the whole soul. 
long. We're going to get there. Yemakipia. This is the Avaida. He does one above and seven below. We'll see a picture in a moment. So what do we see very clearly? We see very clearly there is a concept of one above and seven below. Answers the Gemara, no. Don't bring me a proof from the Kain Gadol. Why Kim Matzlif? My Kim Matzlif? Machvi Rav Yehuda. Kim Mig, Kim Min Ga, Kim Man Ga, excuse me. Kim Nagadana, sounds like a Nagdonim, which are antibodies in this country. By the way, Kim Nagadana, like one who whips, that's the way he does it, and that's just how it falls the above and the below, but it's not actually trying to get above and below. Let's read a little more. We have a bunch of beautiful pictures, but we're running slow on time. But what do we see? We see that it says the Kohen Gadol sprinkled on the Mizbeach Hazov seven times. Now what does it mean that he explained those very interesting words? What does that mean? My love, doesn't it mean on the middle. What, what does that mean on the middle? Doesn't mean middle, it means halfway. Like the Amriichi, the people talk to her. Tihara, like people say, the purity, the tahira of the day has come. Have a which is half of the day in the middle of the day. So what do we see? We see that the Mishnah is talking about that it's in the middle, but can't be that every single one went smack in the middle. Must mean some went above, some went below. So again, we see a precedent that some are above, some are below. Amar Rabbi Shila, no, law, you don't bring me a proof from there. You know what it means? It means agufei de mizbeach. It's referring to the top of the mizbeach. That's who they did it. That's the purity. That's the tahira of the mizbeach. But we don't have again a concept of some above, some below. And therefore, says the Gemara, that's what's going on by the sprinkling. Let's just see a few beautiful pictures. So over here, you see the Kohen Gadol look at that Kohen Gadol he's on top of the Mizbeach and he's putting it on the corns, on the on the corns on the corners, the Kranois the horns on the corner that's Lamalo, that's on top like the Garban Chatos. You see further that this was the Kohen Gadol, what a beautiful picture, Yemi Kippur, you see what he's doing, Zachas Lamalo and Shevelamata, as you see the blood over there on the, on the Aron Kodesh itself so this was Gemara's kasha that we see a concept of doing one in, uh, above and below. And says Gemara, no, Kimatzlev Kimenigdada. He does it like a whip, and therefore that's just how where it falls. He doesn't necessarily throw it above and below. We continued and we said, what do you mean? Maybe it's like the mizbeach that I'll the mizbeach. Let us be in the middle of the mizbeach, like you see the blood over here, smack in the middle, which the Gemara brought as a raya. So obviously not going to be smack in the middle. It's going to be part above, part below. And the Gemara answered, no, that you know what it meant to Ira mizbeach. It meant on the top proper of the Mez Beach. That's the next picture. Says the Gemara, Maishina What's going on here? According to Shimon Isha Mitzapeh, why is the Kayin doing the Ayla first? And then doing Chatos. Because it's an Ayla, an Ayla comes first. Says Gemara, fine. Why do they first do northeast and then southwest? Rather, an Ace of Dreamus Mizrachas, Father's Finest Rather, we should do southeast 
and northwest. How do you know which two corners to do it on? Says the Gemara. You forgot what the Mizbeach looks like. I'm sorry. You know why? Because the carbon Ayla, when you're doing the sprinkling, has to get the Yisoid, the base of the Mizbeach. There's no Yisoid there. As you see in the picture over here, let's look carefully. You see the base around the Mizbeach. In the top corner, you see the base goes. But the bottom corner, which is the southeastern corner doesn't have a side. There is no base. Therefore, there is no possibility for you to do a sprinkling there. Says Gemara, fine. So why do you first do, now we're asking on the order. Before we ask why those particular corners. Now we're asking on the order itself. What's the reason that we first do on the uh, first we're doing on the northeast, and then we're doing on the southwest. says the Gemara. You know why? Because the Mar taught us a famous rule: Whenever you turn, you turn to the right and to the east. Beresha first. You reach that corner first. Let's get a picture. Let's explain this. This is a bit complicated. Let's get the picture over here. Here you see a beautiful rendition. You see Kain Godly and Kippur walking around. See all the Kayanim standing around. And you see over here that when the Kain Gadol comes up, he comes to the southern side. Let's get a little bit further zoomed in. Here we go. We see the Kain Gadol comes up on the southern side. Then he goes, now he's on the eastern side of the Mizbech. Now, he's really turning left. As you see in this picture, which everyone's wanting, the Gemara said he turned right. The answer is because he always faces the Mizbech. So if I'm facing the Mizbech, let's say you're the screen, you're looking in front of me. This is the Mizbech, and I'm I'm like shimming across Mizbech this way. So now, when I have to make a left that way, I'm going to be always turning to my right. It's true that if I walk this way, it's going to be a left turn, but basically I'm going that way. But the way to do that is if I'm walking facing the Mizbech, what's going to happen is I'm always going to be turning right, 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 in a counterclockwise position, thereby going around the Mizbech, and that's the reason why it has to be in that order. Says Gemara, How do you know that the Pasuk, now we're going back fundamental, we're talking about the carbon Tamid, and we said that the Tamid, which is an Ayla, has an element of Chatos. Says Gemara, how do you know that? Perhaps, Maybe he's talking about the Chatos of Yomtif, and he's referring to that on the Chatos, there's an element of Ayla. And says Gemara, looks like a Daitach, don't say that the Pasuk says, that Ayla is a Tamid, Yasev, and Iskoi, my something a part of the chatos put on the oila. So that's where we learned that to the carbon tamid, which is an oila. We do an element of chatos. Now we're going to begin a new topic, which really is going to take us more into tomorrow. We're just going to begin and show a few pictures to get us a little bit into it. Tomorrow we're going to discuss it more. Tonight, also we learned over there, Amr Lema we're continuing the Avaida, the point that Kain Gadol tells to one of the other Kayhanim, Tzuv Aviyu Tlam Yelishkas Beisatlam. Bring me a Tla, bring me a lamb. And from, where does he bring a lamb from? The Lishkas Talaim. That's what he says. Ask the Gemara, where was the Lishkas Talaim, the room of all the lambs? But the lambs were where? I'm sorry, this is this is part of the Braisa. That where was the lamb? The lamb was in the northwestern corner. There were four rooms in that bigger room, which is the room of the fire, the base of Moikad. 
One was the Lishkas Ha Tuloyim, Vachas Lishkas Ha Chaismin, Vachas Lishkas Beis Hamaykad, Vachas Lishkas Aismin Lechem Aponim. We're going to see pictures of that in a minute. So basically, it said, Bring me a lamb from the room of the lambs. Where was the room of the lambs? Northwest. The problem is, Raminu, Arba Lishkas Ha Yilabes Hamaykad. Mishnah Thomas says there are four rooms in the Beis Hamaykad. Kekutinios Absuchas Litraklin, like smaller areas that open into a larger room. Shtayim Bakhaydish, Shtayim Bakhal. Two in an area of holy and two in an area of mundane. Mavdilin bein Hakodesh, and the top of the pole separates between the Kodesh and the Chol. Excuse me. And what did these rooms do? Marav is drawing this southwestern. What did we say a minute ago? Where was the base? Where was the Lishkas Hatolayim? We said northwestern. Here it says southwestern. He Isa Lishkas Talekarbon. That's the Kasha. We see southwestern, not northwestern. Stira. It's moving along to design. For a moment, that's where I can the base of the comments. So, Stiro, where was the room of the lambs? That was the town over there. Now, let's see some beautiful pictures. Here is your Lishkas to lie in the room of all the lamps. Here is the bigger base, as you see in the center. Here's your fire, and you see over here that they show you that the top is Kaddish and the bottom is Chol. And now you see where are these four rooms. The top left is the base Moikad, the small fire, top right is the Chaismais. Bottom left is the Lachma Panim, then you have the Tlaim. Here you have a picture of, and you see the top left hand corner, that's where they buried the stones of the Mizbeach. And over here you see the Lishkas Bisa Moikad, which is where you see over there those are the steps going down to be Taival in the Mizbeach. Those are the four rooms. And tomorrow, and we're answering that in, in the Mishnah Tamar of Lazbin Yaakov, so it's not a steer to us. Tomorrow we're going to go more deeper into exactly where was this room of the lambs, and we'll pick it up from here tomorrow.